Hello, you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Elliott, and you guys are blessed today to have me, myself, and I as the only main person on the show today. So we're going to be diving into you know simplifying real estate. That's what I like to specialize in and really just breaking it down. And we're going to be covering classifications of properties, really just classifying your property itself as well as the location. So we've all heard of the A class, B, C, and D class properties. I feel like a lot of people out there are really overlooking exactly, you know, what that is and maybe just understanding, you know, that it does go hand in hand, not just the location itself, but the property as well. So we're going to cover that today. Uh, It's going to be quick and, and straight to the point. But as always, you know, I've covered location and how to find that in the past. So definitely check out other episodes previously if if you're looking to really identify a location, it's all about the job growth, population growth, and then something unique in the area to really make sure the certain area is a more transitional area, uh, an emerging market, and how to find that along with using city data, along with several other websites to be able to really figure out if this is the correct location. So we're not diving into that today. We're really just going to be covering you know, the classes and figuring out the difference between classification in the property as well as the location itself. But before we dive into that, if you guys haven't already hit that subscribe button, make sure you jump onto iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts, hit that subscribe button so you get that newest episode every single Monday. And uh, do me a favor, leave a review and a five star. That would truly mean the world to me. We have a big, huge goal to get in front of millions of people in the next couple of years and really just rock their world and help educate, motivate, and prepare people just like you to take action in real estate investing. So if any of this has been helpful and even just the slightest bit, I would truly be extremely grateful and it would mean the world to to me and my team if you would share this content out there, tell other people about it, network and put this out there and leave a review and make sure that you subscribe. Send a screenshot of that to me anywhere on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Brandon Elliott Investments, on facebook.com slash Brandon Elliott, R-E-I or Brandon Elliott Investments.com. And I will hook you up and take care of you in whatever you need. One-on-one coaching, you know, free book, free magazine, whatever troubles you're going through at the time, we can talk it out and figure out some solutions or connecting you with somebody special. So with that being said, let's dive into the content today. Like I said, we're just going to be going over classifying your properties. First and foremost, A class, it's like the ideal luxury class. So let's just figure out what exactly that means. And it goes hand in hand as far as properties are concerned, as well as the location itself. 
you know, an A-class property is just a premier, very luxury property. It's, you know, the most expensive, everything's new, it's very modern, it's updated construction within most likely the last 10 years. You know, everything's upgraded. It's high quality, it's modern, it's energy efficient, the amenities are amazing. You have pools, gyms, attractive offices, excellent location. There's typically a Starbucks or, you know, something fancy very close by, banks as well as jewelry stores, stuff like that, you know, shopping centers, things like that. You'll you'll be able to see the convenience of it. And typically when it's broken down into units, it's the most expensive. So anywhere from like 80,000 or 100,000 and up, that's what you'll find that A-class property. You know, there's no maintenance really that needs to be done. Everything's very luxurious and kind of like arriving in Vegas and everything is super nice. You know, when it comes down to properties, it's a very safe bet. You know, if you're investing in those, the returns are going to be extremely minimum. If you build something, you know, an A-class property and you actually do the construction side of it, it can be very lucrative. It really can. And just like with anything in life, if you hang on to it, especially with real estate, if you hang on to it for the long run, it will always suit you well. But with that being said, diving into class B properties, basically class B really serves the middle class. It's very functional. It's constructed typically within the last like 15, 20, 30 years range. It can vary greatly, to be honest. And And what I mean by that is it's going to have a lot of different, uh, I guess, just working class people that are, um, you know, you, you might not even notice as you go by. As far as maintenance is concerned, it's, you know, handled very quickly. It's in a timely manner, often has, a, you know, a few amenities here and there, like maybe a pool. It's located in like stable neighborhoods, good quality landscaping. It's clean. It's straight to the point. It's what people are looking for and what they need. Uh, nothing above and beyond though. Good quality. It's modern. Like I said, little deferred maintenance. So it's a good quality product and it comes with one or two amenities, but nothing like luxurious, nothing above the top, you know, that you would find in more of the A-class property. So, so yeah, that, that's kind of the difference right there, if that makes sense. And let me, let me cover the rest of these before I dive into what I would like to next of kind of diversifying and figuring out what, like if you have a B-class property in an A-class, how that will affect it. And you want to shoot for something similar to that. But let's just dive into Class C properties It's constructed typically within the last like 30 to 50, 60 ish range. It's typically outdated and needs a little bit of a remodel, Uh, limited if any amenities. It's location uh, could be stable or slightly in a declining area. Typically the rental rate is pretty good and that can be, you know, pretty stable. Average vacancies here and there and then average appreciation. Uh, When I say average, it's not gonna be anything tremendous by any means. It's not gonna be none like the next one, which is gonna be awesome (laughs) to dive into, but yeah, it's just slow and steady. So it doesn't really have any amenities. It's straight to the point. it's going to get a little bit more of a rough crowd and you'll be able to tell with some pictures, you know, the type of property or location it is. Nevertheless, class D properties, 
it's going to be definitely the rough areas. You know, it's going to be properties that have some windows boarded up, uh, some graffiti, spray paint, you know, gangs, uh, drugs, violence, people hanging out on the corners, hanging out on the stoops, on their, on, you know, the front of their house, yelling, causing chaos, uh, shooting guns, bad location. It's in the rough part of the towns, no amenities whatsoever, not enough funds or community kind of getting together to make a difference or make a good, you know, something positive for the neighborhood to get, you know, people to start doing something different. You know, it's very poor construction, poor materials, poor condition of the neighborhood, of the people, poor mindsets in the area, extremely unfunctional, obsolete, basically just, you know, things that are extremely outdated and can be really a pain as far as the layouts, very confusing. And it's like, why, why would it be so tiny and small? Uh, Because back then when it was originally built, which could be anywhere from like 50 to 100 years or more older, these properties, you know, it's just how they were living back then. So uh, just violence, drugs, prostitution, it it can be really crazy. And, um, you know, lead-based paint, Festus, those are the poor materials that were probably used that, um, that can really cause a lot of chaos for you. Now, on the upside, if you can actually keep it rented, And if you can, you know, be not a slumlord and actually care about the neighborhood, want to make a difference, understand that you're not Superman, you're not going to be able to change everything about the neighborhood, but slow and steady over time could potentially make a little bit better of the area. So if you can keep it rented and supply a good housing, you might be able to, you know, if you can find somebody good and willing to live there then you will get great cash flow because they're, they're a lot more affordable to get your hands on. Uh, they're very cheap, I guess you would say. There's a lot of riffraff and a lot of craziness that goes into it that, that can definitely put people over the edge. And if you're not used to living like that, then it will definitely throw you off. Um, and it's hard to stay professional when you know lying, stealing, cheating, a bunch of craziness is going on within the mix of those neighborhoods. So there's not going to be any appreciation typically going to be very, very, very small over a long period of time, but you will get a ton of cash flow if you can keep it rented out without any vacancies and without any evictions and all the chaos that comes in between. Uh, I don't want to push people away from it. I personally actually invest a lot of my buy and holds in the D class areas with hopes to turn it into a B or a C class or a B class uh, eventually. And I always turn all of my properties into at least a B class type of property in a D class neighborhood. And this is typically backwards. Like I wouldn't necessarily recommend this. This is just the strategy that I use. I use the burst strategy. So I, I buy them fully distressed, beaten up, you know, windows all messed up, boarded up, what have you. I do the full remodel. I get it rented out to well qualified tenant, a very good tenant. And then I take it back to the bank. Um, to refinance. So I have all my money back out, no money into it. And then it cash flows like crazy, no appreciation in there, but the mortgages are very cheap. Taxes, mortgage insurance, all very cheap, very affordable under 200 typically. And then they all 
bring in at least 650 to like $800 range per unit. So definitely lucrative. The key part about this is get a strong, solid, awesome tenant in there that's not going to cause you chaos, but the, the property itself can still get vandalized. So having cameras, security system, also having some awesome uh, contractors that are on your side, on your team, and really have your best interest at heart to be able to keep an eye on things and make sure everything's in good hands. But this is what I would recommend as far as these classes go. As you can understand the A, B, C, and D classes, you know, you can look at it in both ways. All of those classes, you can see how a property itself can be, you know, a D-class property, all boarded up, graffiti, what have you. But you can also see how the neighborhood can be that as well. Nine times out of 10, in an A-class neighborhood, you'll never, ever, ever see any boarded up properties, like any D-class properties or D-class neighborhoods. You know, you can see a brand new, you'll never really see this, to be honest, but you could potentially, you know, see a A-class property in a D-class neighborhood if it's brand new and built. But you just wouldn't because typically nobody's going to build something brand new there. They're not going to get the bang for their buck there. So it wouldn't make sense. But uh, but the, the sweet spot is really, so I'm just using that as an example. The sweet spot really is getting that C-class property in a B or an A-class neighborhood, remodeling it, making it nice, making it, you know, great again, and then transitioning it from that C class type of property and turning it into that B or A class property in that A class neighborhood. That would be ideal. Um, otherwise, you can always do the vice versa like I do and kind of switch it up a little bit and go for the cash flow. Eventually, over time, it will transition. You just need to be patient and, and really figure out that process. But you can also get, you know, B-class properties in C-class areas that are really showing emerging markets that could potentially turn that C-class neighborhood into something nicer and leveling it up to that B-class if you get everybody in the area along board, typically if you live in the neighborhood, it definitely helps because you can really rally up. You can, you know, start cleaning days or what have you to really have people care about the neighborhood and um, just want to make the difference. So that's just going over classifications of each property and the locations really to get a better understanding of that. I really do hope this was helpful for you. Uh, like I said, I, I truly do want to simplify real estate for anybody that's interested in learning out there. And if you're listening to this, I know you're interested. I know you're dying to get started. If you haven't already, please reach out. I'd love to be able to help out one-on-one or in a group setting and just be able to help educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action in real estate. You know, it's definitely been able to change my life and it's been such a blessing. With that being said, I'm getting out of here. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a review on iTunes. iTunes has a famous little algorithm. So if you're an Android user, just like I am, do me the favor, make an account on iTunes, leave that, leave that review, share it out to more people, get them to do the same. And then, you know, reach out. I'd love to connect with you and, and hook you up with something special. So till next time, guys, you guys all stay blessed. Peace out. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.